From Washington, here is the news in VOA Special English. United Nations observers say the Syrian government is using helicopters for air attacks against rebel areas. There are fears that many civilians are trapped in cities that are under attack. UN and Arab League diplomat Kofi Annan says he is deeply concerned about the violence in the city of Homs and Haffa. Monday was the first time the UN has said it could confirm activist reports that Syrian military helicopters were attacking the rebels. Russian police and investigators have raided the homes of opposition leaders. The Federal Investigative Committee said the raids were aimed at organizers of a protest last month against President Vladimir Putin. Another anti-Putin protest is set for Tuesday. A spokeswoman for one of the organizers called the police searches a rape of the Russian Constitution. She said the raids were meant to stop the planned protest. Four critics of President Putin were also ordered to appear for questioning on Tuesday. Opposition leaders are hoping for a large crowd at the protest. Reports say there is now a tense calm in the western Burmese state of Rakhine. Earlier, riot police intervened there to stop a week of deadly clashes between ethnic Rohingya Muslims and Buddhists. Burmese President Thane Sain declared emergency rule in Rakhine State Sunday night. He said the clashes could endanger democratic reforms throughout the country. The United Nations is removing its workers from the area. A UN development officer said the removals would be temporary. He also said the UN offices had not been attacked. Stock prices were up and down around the world Monday, following the news that Europe would give financial help to Spain. The $125 billion loan is aimed at saving that country's banking industry from failure. In Asia, the leading measures of Japanese and Hong Kong stocks rose about 2%. Markets in London, Frankfurt, and Paris saw similar gains in early trading. But prices then fell. European markets closed with prices similar to those at the end of the day Friday. The Socialist Party of French President François Hollande won a large number of seats in the first day of voting for the country's lower House of Parliament. The final seat count will be announced after the second day of voting on June 17th. The Socialists and their allies already control the French Senate, the upper House of Parliament.
President Hollande has called for new measures he hopes will reduce unemployment and increase economic growth. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Two earthquakes in the Hindu Kush area of Afghanistan killed at least three people Monday. Officials say many others are trapped under collapsed homes. The first earthquake shook the Baglan province. That earthquake measured 5.4 in magnitude. Local officials say at least 60 people are trapped under collapsed houses. About 25 minutes later, another earthquake measuring 5.7 again shook the area. The Baglan government said a rescue team was sent to the area. Rescuers were also sent to nearby Takar and Badakhshan provinces, where damage was reported. Pakistan and India are holding talks on whether to remove troops from the area called the Siachen Glacier. The mountain area is known as the world's highest battlefield. The two-day meeting began Monday in the Pakistani city of Rawalpindi. This is the thirteenth in a series of talks. In April, 140 Pakistani troops and workers were buried in a snowslide at Siachen Base. The United States Supreme Court has refused to hear a new appeal by foreigners detained at the American military prison in Guantanamo Bay, Cuba. The prisoners are disputing their continued detention. Four years ago, a Supreme Court decision made it possible for foreign prisoners to legally dispute their detention. Lawyers for the prisoners say the appeals court had ignored the Supreme Court's decision in the earlier case. The lawyers said the appeals court had not ordered the release of any prisoners and had canceled the release orders by several lower courts. Women are dying every day in Uganda because of problems when they give birth. VOA's Andrew Green says Ugandan health activists are demanding more money for skilled health workers. Karen Leggett has his report. Jennifer Anguko bled to death in a government hospital in October 2010. She was pregnant and waiting to give birth. Her husband asked health workers for help, but help came too late. Their unborn child also died. Jennifer Anguko's death became one more reason that health activists have organized to reduce maternal mortality. Uganda has reduced maternal death rates by half in the past 20 years, but it is still one of the most dangerous countries in the world to give birth. 
Uganda has 2,500 government health centers, but nearly 50% of health care positions are unfilled. That means at least one of every two pregnant women has no skilled medical person to help them give birth. Last year, community groups brought legal action against the government. They argued that the lack of health workers and supplies was endangering women's right to life. This month, Uganda's Constitutional Court dismissed the case. The court said it was a political issue. Silveria Alwak is with the Uganda National Health Consumers Organization. She says the court ruling is a defeat, but the groups will keep working. We are still there and we are going to continue advocating. Advocacy doesn't end in one day and when you get disappointed, doesn't mean you go and cover your head and you stop there. The Ministry of Health says there will be no new money for health workers this year. But groups are pressuring the government in Uganda to change the budget before it is released later this month. I'm Karen Leggett. And now briefly, here again is the major news at this hour. United Nations observers say the Syrian government is using helicopters for air attacks against rebel areas. Russian police and investigators have raided the homes of opposition leaders. And a tense calm is reported in western Burma after riot police intervened in clashes between Muslims and Buddhists. That's the news in VOA Special English from Washington.